It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Crowder trying to get him out of space, slopes a tackle, and there he goes! Crowder! It's a foot race, and Crowder is in there! A 69-yard touchdown. He'll hit immediately. He got the handoff. You know that's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh! Listen. Thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time for the Jets-Bengals pregame report with the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, I am excited for the first game of the turnaround here. Joe Flacco back in the building. Super Bowl is coming. <laughs> is Joe Flacco elite? <laughs> is is that can can we bring that back? Is Joe Flacco elite? Let's just just forget it. Let's go all the way back. Uh, elite Flacco, Super Bowl champions. Yeah, yeah, yada yada yada. Um, no, we know what this is. So it's going to be a lot less exciting than that. Well, Chris, in fairness, when I said Super Bowl is coming, I meant to Cincinnati. Definite Super Bowl contender, and we will see them later today at MetLife Stadium. But before we get into the game, and we'll do the over unders and all that. Let's go through the quotes that we heard from Joe Flacco. Before Flacco talked, though, Connor McGovern said he's been really impressed by Mike White and his confidence. Sure, whatever. Joe Flacco said that he felt going to Philly gave him, quote, the best opportunity. That's why he decided to go there. By best opportunity, I guess he felt like it was an unstable quarterback situation. I totally get that. Obviously, Jalen Hurts isn't exactly entrenched there as the starter. So maybe he thought that if Hurts struggled a little bit, he might get an opportunity. Now he's back here. Says there's a lot of familiarity with the Jets' offense and the ones he's run in the past. Believes he can be ready for the Jets game on Thursday against the Colts. By the way, this was mentioned. I forget who brought it up, but Flacco did play in Denver. And the offensive coordinator at the time, I believe, was a disciple of Shanahan. So he is familiar with that Shanahan offense. Flacco says he sees himself playing very soon, as we said, possibly as soon as Thursday against the Colts. Flacco said he's thought about going into coaching after being done playing, but ultimately has zero interest in it. Adds that sometimes veteran players don't make great mentors. He will embrace that role if that's what the Jets need. Implies he feels he was brought here to play in the short term and not necessarily to mentor anybody. That's interesting. And I've said that before, Chris. I know you have too. I'm not saying it's bad to have a veteran to bounce things off of in the quarterback room, but I really feel like that's overrated. And if you want somebody like that, then hire them as the quarterback coach. So that's what we got out of Joe Flacco in his first comments. Any thoughts on what Flacco had to say? Yeah, I don't have too much thoughts on what he had to say. I did find a kind of collective freak out about where is Joe Flacco? What's taking so long to get here? Uh, kind of funny just because like he wasn't going to be able to play this week no matter what. If it, And if you want to criticize Joe Douglas and Salah for, for not having a veteran here to play, all right, fine. 
but that should have been uh, that was previous uh, already. Like at this point, to trade for a quarterback midweek, he's not going to get here in time to to play that week. It's 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 not going to happen. So I found that collective freak out about that to be a little head scratching, and it just seemed to be one of those things. Everything's going wrong, so let's just go ahead and throw this on the pile of criticism as well. Um, you know, the whole idea of he doesn't want to be a mentor, obviously that's his prerogative. That's fine. Uh, it, it does. It, it strikes me as a little odd, just the way he presents itself. Like I get not having to necessarily go super far out of your way to take somebody under your wings and do all that. But it shouldn't also have to be like, he has to like hunt you down and follow you around asking for stuff. Like you should just be able to be like, Hey, you know, but at, like you said, and we've talked about in the past, that mentorship aspect of it is overblown. Uh, you know, it'd, it'd be great to, for every rookie quarterback to be able to learn from uh, a Peyton Manning type of player and be able to have them really take you under their wing. But most of them don't do that. Uh, usually it's, uh, you know, the lesser, uh, the more Josh McCowns who are willing to bring somebody in completely under their wing and do that. Um, and like you said, it's at that point, you can just kind of lean on an assistant coach to do that. Uh, so that side of it is, is always overblown. It can be good, but, you know, whatever. Um, as for, you know, he's, I, I get him uh, being a little hesitant, like, oh, boy, uh, is this really what I want to do? I'm coming back, trying to prove I can still play, come back to this team uh, in the shape that they're in. But, you know, we know what what we're looking for with Flacco now. They're not expecting him to come in here, save the season, take this team to the playoffs. We're expecting him to come in here and – run the offense competently and get a look at what the rest of the offense looks like with a veteran quarterback running the offense. Injury report, Bryce Huff is out. That's not good news. He's their best pass rusher on the edge, and they're going to need to get some heat on Joe Burrow if they want to have any chance of keeping Cincinnati in check later today. Trevon Wesco is out. Tevin Coleman is out. We know Zach Wilson is out. Corey Davis is doubtful. It means he's probably not going to play. Ashton Davis, Tyler Croft, Shaq Lawson, C.J. Mosley, all questionable. I don't see Jared Davis on the injury report, so I guess that means he's going to play. What's going on with Ashton Davis, Tyler Croft, Shaq Lawson, C.J. Mosley, and then Jared Davis? Because, like I said, he's not on the injury report, so I can only assume that means he's going to be out there. Yeah, the, he's he's activated and everything. So from not being on the injury report, leads me to believe that Jared Davis will definitely be out uh, or will be playing, I should say, out on the field. Um, C.J. Mosley will be back uh, he, with that hamstring. He was a full participant on Friday. Uh, Shaq Lawson, Tyler Croft, and Ashton Davis, all, all uh, full participants as well. They're all officially listed as questionable, but – they were full participants on Friday, so as long as there was no setback that, you know, sometimes they could have a setback that happens that they notice later after practice or in warm-ups. As long as there's no setbacks, all those guys should be ready to go. Uh, Quincy Williams uh, was a full participant as well. So the the linebacker core gets, gets some uh, 
reinforcements this week because we were joking about uh, earlier in the season about the safeties and how bad that unit was getting decimated. And then last week they had like, especially after the game, uh, Quincy Williams was out and it's seemed like CJ Mosley might not be back yet. I was just like, are they going to have any linebackers uh, to play? So they they don't have Bryce Huff. That's not good, but they're getting a bunch of other linebackers today. That uh, that'll help, especially uh, against the run, because and you know I pointed this out during the game. C.J. Mosley being out was you obviously miss him from a talent, physical talent standpoint on the field, but it was so painfully obvious to see like how big of an effect he has, an impact he can have on setting up the defense, uh, getting everybody in the right uh, play calls, the right run fits and everything, because they were just getting exposed and gashed that they wouldn't have been if C.J. Mosley was in the middle calling and lining everything up. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Chris, let's talk about some areas where we can help put some money in people's pockets this Sunday because Lord knows that would be the number one reason to watch this game, I would think. Bengals are favored by 10.5 points. What do you think? Yeah, 10.5 points is a lot. I uh, don't, don't typically like taking those 10.5-point favorites, but I'm going to feel comfortable rolling it here. Uh, this, the Bengals, the offense has been far too, just way too explosive. Defense has been pretty uh, better than expected, too. And just even if the Bengals' defense, offense has like a slightly off game, and on what plan is the Jets offense scoring enough points to keep this with ten and a half of this Cincinnati offense? So yeah, I'll, I'll feel comfortable taking the Bengals and the points there. Only thing that would make me hesitate is whenever a team is that heavy a favorite on the road, you kind of wonder. And obviously, if the weather conditions were supposed to be bad, say maybe it would limit the Bengals' passing game. But it looks like it's going to be clear skies. So I agree with you. I think. Bengals minus 10.5 is probably a good bet. Over under 42.5. Ooh, that's see this is this is tough cuz again, now you can't you're if you're betting the over here, you're expecting the uh the Bengals to do the heavy lifting here. Uh you know, my Mike White played a little better than I expected to come in in short notice. Uh but I can't be expecting him to lead this Jets offense to a lot of points. Bengals would have to do the heavy lifting, forty-two points. So that's twenty-one. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under, but that's I'm going under because the uh, Jets are gonna weigh this down. Total points, Bengals twenty-seven point five over under. Over over. Let, let's <laughs> let's split the difference here. Give me the over there. Uh, I'll feel comfortable with the Bengals getting thirty. Total points over under Jets fourteen point five. Yeah, the the point five is the key there. I feel comfortable that they're not going to be able to score more than two touchdowns. The only thing that might make me hesitate slightly is that if the Bengals get up by such a huge margin, yeah. maybe they take the foot Back off the gas pedal. But that doesn't mean that it's going to happen because even against the Patriots, look what happened. They still got smashed and had under 14 points in that game. So if that was the case against the Patriots, even if the Bengals managed to put up an insane number of points, there's no guarantee that the Jets are going to be able to get above 14.5. Let's do some touchdown props. Tyler Boyd, plus 150. Mm, 
Tyler, plus one fifty for Tyler Boyd, the the third guy there. That's he's he's gotten kind of lost in the shuffle of talking about Cincinnati receivers here with Jamar Chase and then T Higgins coming in last year. Um, Tyler Boyd's still really good, but I I don't I don't plus one fifty is not enough. Uh, um, you're gonna get get to one of the other receivers who I'm definitely gonna say yes on. So I'll pass on Boyd. CJ Uzama plus two hundred. Oh, yeah, that's another one I would like more there because I he's going to be one of those guys that's not the name everyone talks about. So I I'll feel comfortable saying yes to there. He can mm-hmm. sneak one in, uh, but yeah, that's definitely not the the one that I'm waiting to pounce on. I like that one a lot. He's got five touchdowns so far this year. Samaji yeah. P Ryan plus two fifty. This I know that uh, Joe Mixon's been a little banged up in and out there, uh, but I I. See, I'm going to stay away from this right now. I know Chris Evans is going to – the other backup running back is out. So uh, it's to, this wouldn't be the worst bet, but I, I'm going to stick with uh, thinking Mixon will we'll get the running ones in there now. Joe Burrow plus 500. Now, now I, no, no Joe Burrow sneaks or bootlegs in there <laughs> for me. Chris Evans is out, so probably not a good idea to bet on him plus 900. Mike Thomas plus 1,000. No, I'll stay away from that one as well. But yeah, the Chris Evans plus nine hundred. Gonna need me give me more with him. Definitely out though. <laughs> Trenton Irwin plus one thousand. No, no, Trenton Irwin. I'm not even sure you actually actually exist. So no. Steve Irwin's long lost cousin, Drew Sample plus twelve hundred. No, 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 Drew Sample. Auden Tate. Former Florida State star plus fifteen hundred. Oh no, not not the Auden Tate. It, it's a couple years ago. I, I might have been convinced to sneak, try to sneak him in as a sneaky play, but now Mitchell Wilcox plus fifteen hundred. All right, again, we're at the segment of the show where you're just making up names trying <laughs> to trick me, and I'm on to you. Cincinnati Bengals defense and special teams plus three fifty. See, okay, now. No, I'm going to say no. I, the Mike White's going to have turnovers, but I don't think it's going to be pick six turnover. Corey Davis is plus 175, but that's not a bet that I'd be looking at because I don't even know if he's going to play. Jamison Crowder plus 250. I definitely no on Jamison Crowder. I, I'd i be comfortable betting no on Corey Davis too because he's uh, if, if he doesn't play, you get your money back. If he does play, He's going to be hobbled and uh, not getting touchdowns. Ty Johnson plus 250. Ty Johnson and Michael Carter, one or one or the other, is likely to be able to get at least one touchdown here. Uh, I'll, I will go to a uh, yes on Ty Johnson. Elijah Moore plus 310. Mm, that's tempting. Another garbage time. Uh, one I could see it, uh, but I'm I'm gonna stay away, say say no there. But it I, I I wouldn't it wouldn't be the worst thing to roll a little dice on him. Just it's it's a fourth quarter play really at the, that point. I see a, a a garbage time touchdown if anything. Keelan Cole plus three seventy five. Yeah, with with Mike White, I kind of do like this, but it's just it's. It's just too hard for me to bet on Jets doing anything in this game, so no. Ryan Griffin, plus 500. No, just off principle. Mike White, plus 500. 
that'd be funny. That that's that needs to be worth way more money. Um, so no, Braxton Berrios plus five hundred. No, no, again, that needs to be a, a, a bigger payout too. I mean, Vegas Vegas thinks the Jets going to score a lot of points. I guess Tyler Croft oh, plus six twenty. Uh, that's six twenty. I'll throw something on that. I like that plus six twenty. Uh, if, if he comes back, if he, he plays, he's healthy. Mike White going to look at the tight end. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Jeff Smith plus 620. No, I'm not even going to let you finish. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tevin Coleman is going to be out, but he's plus 620, so wouldn't be betting on that. Denzel Mims plus 620. I mean, if Corey Davis is going to be out, you got to think like Denzel Mims has got to get some more reps here, right? But... I still don't trust this uh, coaching staff enough to necessarily feed him as much as they should. So if if they if you were to tell me that he's gonna get C forty snaps, I might roll the dice on that. That's plus six twenty, but I'm not confident he's gonna see those forty snaps. So no. I'll be honest with you, Chris. If Joe Flacco was playing in this game, I'd be tempted to do it because I know Flacco yeah. loves to go to Denzel Mims. So even if he got on the field only six or seven snaps, there's a decent chance. But with Mike White, I probably wouldn't take that bet. Daniel Brown going to take a break from writing those novels. He's plus 620. Yeah, go back to writing the novels. <laughs> Michael Carter, plus 620. Ooh, plus 620. Okay. Um, I kind of want to take the Ty Johnson one back now and and, and go into uh, Michael Carter there, but I'll I'll stick with both of them and just say yes to both of them. Split the difference there. Jets defense special teams plus seven hundred. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. T Higgins plus one twenty five. <sighs> he's he's been quiet last couple weeks. Uh, you know he he had the injuries, working his way back. Um, uh, yes, Joe Mixon. This is a weird one. Minus one sixty seven. Yeah, give it, give it to me. I I I don't like paying that type of uh, vig for this type of stuff. But uh, whether he's going to run one and catch one, and he's going to get plenty of chances to knock one of them in the end zone, and and he'll do it. I tend to agree with you. I just think minus one sixty seven is weird. Jamar Chase minus one thirty three. Yeah, um, one sixty-seven is definitely a little weird. It's a weird number. It's uh, you know people betting on it, bringing that uh, down. But one thirty-three, yeah, I, I'm even more confident. Uh, give me all the Jamar Chase overs, uh, and until they stop hitting, because they've been hitting for week after week after week. Until they stop hitting, give them all to me. First half spread: Bengals minus six point five. Oh yeah, give me that. Good. Uh, Jets, and I won't see. Maybe Mike White gets him off to a little bit of a hotter start, but I even if they they have a little bit uh, pick up the pace at first, they're not going to be able to keep up with the Bengals. It, g- give me the Bengals. First half total points twenty one point five over under. Give me the over all Bengals. <laughs> Bengals total points over under thirteen point five. Over. Jets total points over under 7.5. Under. I, I love that when you do 7.5. They, if they fluke their way into a touchdown, I'm still feeling pretty comfortable here. When I say total points, by the way, with these, I'm talking about the first half because we did the full game yeah. props before. So 
these are only for the first half. I've got an over-under that's not on here, Chris, and you can only bet this one at the Scott Mason Play Like a Jet Hotel and Casino that has been indefinitely closed, so good luck placing this bet. Over-under 75% of the fans being in attendance at MetLife Stadium later today. Under. Uh, hollow, it's, this is it's tricky. It's going to be hollow. It's Halloween, so... But no, under. It, it, I mean, who wants to go watch the Jets? It's Halloween. A lot of people are going to be taking their kids out trick-or-treating during the day, which would coincide with when the Jets are playing. The weather's probably going to be chilly. The Jets are playing a team that's way better than them. There's no Zach Wilson, which would be that little piece of candy where even though he's been struggling, that's the main guy that you want to watch when you're going to these games. So I tend to agree with you. I think there's going to be under 75%. And if it's even close, it'll be because some Bengals fans show up. Although the Bengals are not the Steelers, so I don't think they have the same level of fans that travel to their games. But you never know. Some people from Cincinnati may make the trip. It's not that far of a drive or flight. Total passing touchdowns over under 1.5 for both Joe Burrow and Mike White. Over for uh, uh, Burrow. Um, and yes, under, under for White for sure, but over for Burrow. Total passing yards, Joe Burrow over under two sixty one point five. Do that. This the only question here is: Are they going to need him to do that? Like, could he hit two fifty five in the first half, and then they just run the ball out the entire second half because they're up by thirty? Um, that's that's the only hesitation, and I'm still going to take the over on it. Total passing yards over under 219.5 for Mike White. You can't crack 220. That that's rough. I I have to go over on this just because they're going to I feel again they and I have to try to keep up with the Bengals offense. They're not going to be able to, but they're going to have to throw the ball a lot. So I like I could easily see looking at 55 uh you know uh attempts from Mike White here. Uh, so I'll go over. Player total receptions and yards for all three of these players on the Bengals. T. Higgins over under 4.5 receptions, over under 56.5 yards. I don't I don't love a side either way on on the the uh, receptions here. Um, just because again, I think they could be in coast mode late and not be passing so much. But I will. So I'll go. I'll go under on the uh, the receptions, even though he could definitely hit. But I'll definitely uh, more of a pass on the receptions. Definitely willing to bet the over on the yard total. Tyler Boyd over under four point five receptions, over under forty six point five yards. Yeah, same thing here. Uh, go a lean under uh, on the the receptions, but I'll I'll go over on the. Uh, the, the yards jamar chase over under 5.5 receptions over under 76.5 receiving yards yeah just again all the jamar chase overs <laughs> and you can go ahead into the alternates and even bump them up if you want and get even better odds uh go ahead and do that uh, just keep betting jamar chase's overs uh <laughs> Uh, Bryce Hall's looked good, but I mean, the, Jamar Chase right now, he, he's got to slow down a little bit eventually. Um, and, you know, football is weird like that. So it, it, it's possible it could happen here. But 
I'm I'm going to keep riding the Jamar Chase train until it does, in fact, slow down. Give me all the overs. Michael Carter over under 42.5 rushing yards. Yeah, give me the over there. I I like it. They're, they're use, you can see that they're definitely using him a lot. Uh, he's basically the, the lead guy now there. He's going to get the most reps. We'll, we'll see if they the, the hesitation there again is getting blown out not able to run as much but still I think he can I think he should be able to get that pretty easily now to close out the show we'll get our picks for the week from our friend Walter Cherapinski over at WalterFootball.com Walter welcome back to the show sir Thanks, Scott. Going to begin with the Jets, as usual. They're 11-point home underdogs to the Bengals this week. I like Cincinnati, so something I like doing is fading terrible teams, starting terrible quarterbacks. Uh, we've had this dynamic this year with the Texans. Uh, Davis Mills is 1-4 and four against the spread in his five stars, and I feel like if Mike White has to start five games this year, he's going to be 1-4 and four against the spread. Uh, I wouldn't go crazy with this, though, because the Bengals are coming off a huge win against the Ravens, so they could be a little bit flat. Uh, but still, even if they bring the C-plus effort to this game, I feel like they should be able to to take care of business so speaking of terrible quarterbacks uh, I'm going to back the Panthers at plus three which see, it might seem kind of crazy uh, but still I, I think it's crazier that the Falcons are favored by three over a team that has the better defense and um, outside of quarterback tight end and left tackle uh, is is equal or better at every single position uh, this line was plus two before the week seven games and I think this is an overreaction to what happened last week uh, people I think people are quick to forget that the Falcons lost to the Eagles and the Redskins at home this year. Uh, I don't think they deserve to be three-point favorites over the Panthers. Uh, so I like Carolina as a good value play. I, I like the Eagles at minus three and a half. It's another team coming off an embarrassing loss. Uh, I think the Eagles bounce back, though. Uh, the Lions, they, they've gotten a ton of acclaim for what they did against the Rams last week. They kept it close. Uh, they lost by nine. Uh, but they got ten lucky points at the beginning of the game. Uh, they recovered uh, an onside kick. They, they converted two fake punts. Um, they brought so much energy to that game. And if you discount the first 10 points that they got, luckily, they, they really lost by 19. So uh, I don't think the Lions can bring the same intensity this, this week. Uh, I think the Eagles get them. Uh, by the way, the Lions have not scored 20 or more points since week one in garbage time against the 49ers. Uh, so if the Eagles can get some points on the board, they should be able to cover the spread. I like the Bears at plus four over the 49ers. Uh, another team coming off an embarrassing loss. I think Chicago bounces back. Uh, the 49ers are down six starters on defense, plus George Kittle and Trent Williams. Um, I don't think a team that's so injury ravaged and has only beaten the Lions and the Eagles this year deserves to be a four-point favorite on the road against the Bears. Um, the Bears, by the way, I, I think people are quick to forget that they they beat the Raiders a couple weeks ago. They also beat the Bengals earlier in this year. Uh, they're not a terrible team, despite how they looked against Tampa Bay. So I think the Bears bounce back. Uh, I know Khalil Mack is out, but Akeem Hicks is going to be back, and he's going to help the run defense. And if you can stop the 49ers run, you can beat them. I like the Colts uh, a lot at uh, minus two and a half over the Titans. The Titans are coming off two big wins against the Bills and the Chiefs. I don't think the Bills gave them the best effort and the Chiefs made so many mistakes. So I think those two wins were misleading. And if you look behind those two wins, uh, the Titans lost to the Jets. 
Uh, I know they didn't have Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, uh, but it's the same defense, and I think the Colts should be able to score at will against them. Uh, the Colts, by the way, they were up 22-3 to on a Monday night uh, against the Ravens, and in Week 2, they outplay the Rams. Uh, so this Colts team that's now healthy is very underrated, and, I, and this is a big game for them. I think they need this win more than the Titans. I think they make a statement victory here. Um, on Monday night, I like the Chiefs at minus 9.5. Uh, the Chiefs just embarrassed themselves. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is 2-1 and one against the spread this year coming off a loss uh, I love betting good teams uh, coming off embarrassing defeats and the Chiefs uh, qualify as that uh, plus the Giants are not very good and the Chiefs have beaten uh, the Eagles and the Redskins this year by double digits uh, coming off losses and the Giants belong in that pantheon so I think Kansas City bounces back with a big win Monday night so those are the WalterFootball.com week eight picks back to you Scott Thanks, Walter. Make sure you check out everything they're doing at WalterFootball.com. A lot of draft content, plenty of gambling and fantasy. It's all there right now, and it's constantly being updated. WalterFootball.com. And check out everything that we're doing over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the PlayLikeAJet YouTube channel. Lots of film breakdowns. There are going to be plenty of them after the game from Luke Grant, Kayla Pace has her commentaries, Pace's playbook. So make sure that you check those out. And if you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes for the podcast yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com.